horrendous, man. Oh, yeah, we spoke that, about it last show. I told you it was horrible. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't actually get to see the show until, uh, I don't think I seen it until later that evening. Oh, okay. And it was beyond bad. I couldn't even believe how bad this actually was. I can't believe that your next to last show before that you decide to go on break, when you promise us this all-out war scenario, this is what we get? <laughs> yeah, they got to figure something out soon. Yeah, and then half of the crew is, it's like everybody, okay, you got the Walking Dead virus. Then you got everybody has Morgans from last year's virus. We don't know if we want to kill we don't know if we want to save. Uh, uh, we want to be good guys. Now they acting like they want to be saviors. Yeah. But I, I would tell you, let me ask you a question. Do you watch American Gods? No, I, I know I never even heard of that one. Well, I seen. I gotta give props to this. It. I never seen a clip for a show get me so excited about watching a show. You know Orlando Jordan, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody posts on Facebook a scene of a man dressed in modern clothes talking to slaves making the middle passage. So they look 100% real. And he's breaking down in this scene what's going to happen to us. The horror that's going to await us when we hit the shores. No. And how shit is not, I mean, he's describing it from that time to today. And it was the weirdest thing. And I said, what the fuck is this scene from? So I'm telling myself, man, I have got to watch this show. I have not seen it yet, but I think I'm, because everything seems to be in hiatus, I am going to marathon it. Because that scene alone was like, it's awesome. Just put in American Gods slave ship. It's only like two and a half, three minutes long. But if that doesn't hold your attention, I don't know what will. SVU this week was one of the best SVUs ever. Shit, there was an SVU this week? Yeah. On, you must, I don't care how you got to get it, you got to get it. I don't give a... If it's on the app. Listen, you got, everybody has Cody. Yeah, yeah. Just go back to NBC channel and and click it. Oh yeah. And it's 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 one of the best episodes. And it actually leads me into another show that I watched that just started this week. Oh, Stabler from SVU. Oh yeah, did did it start this week? Uh, And uh, Chris Maloney. Yeah, from Oz. Yeah. He has this show called Happy. I didn't know it started this week. Happy is totally fucking insane. There's no... I've never seen anything like this before in my life. The first two minutes, guarantee the first two minutes you're going to say, okay, what kind of roller coaster ride is this? We're getting ready to go on. Well... What you like doing with your headset? Definitely got to check huh? it out. Yeah, so I, I give a big thumbs up to at least the first episode of Happy. It is is it's just a crazy show. He has an imaginary horse friend. What is that? What the hell is that noise? Who is that and what is that? Oh, that's that's me, man. June. <laughs> Brooklyn. Hey. I'm outside. That's why. Okay, because it sounds it sound like you're in a tunnel of hell. It sounds like a, a scary movie for a second. <laughs> you know, I, this is not a busy part of Brooklyn. There happened to be a little you know, traffic coming by. That's all. You know what it is? We just was talking about The Walking Dead, and it sounds like one of the walkers called in. Right. <laughs> I said, damn, where did the Morgan start calling in? June, man, I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, well, yeah. do you watch SVU? Nah. 
No, you I, don't. No, because I just like the I like Criminal Intent for Law and Order. I don't like the SVU. Well, love this week was great. Well, mm-hmm. I, I I had another show that was great this week. The Mick was fantastic this week. Mm-hmm. And Curb Your Enthusiasm was also great this week. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of shows to catch up on during the binge watching season. Well, this yeah, is that time. This is wow, man. That are you on a headset? Yeah, let me take it off speaker. That's why. Yeah, that that, would, that might help us all out here. Because you're killing yeah, me right now. Yeah, I took it off speaker. Yeah, I didn't know. You it was sound a lot better. <laughs> uh, okay, so my boy Ned here tells me that New York had a Pornhub pop-up store in Soho. I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub is, Pornhub yeah. is a um. Uh, you know, porno, porno site. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what Pornhub is, but right. why would they need a pop-up site? Well, they they said from what I was reading the article, it said to 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 get the brand more recognition. I'm like, how much so recognition people, you need? <laughs> who doesn't know? You know what? There's like seven or eight major names out there. Pornhub is one. Uh, damn, Red Tube is another, or A Tube, or I mean, I think anybody that's looking for porno knows where porn is located. And I think they had a virtual reality headset that they was let people try out. And I'm like, how many people want to look at virtual reality porn? I don't want to touch shit that's inside a place that other people have been watching porn. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't um, like, wanna... like like Oculus. And, on, and all that stuff is popular now, so that's probably why they're having the um, pop-up. Well, I, I, you know what? Talking about porn, they got. I, I watched a video this week of a doll. Well, yeah. They, cre- <laughs> they, cre- they created the sex doll, but now this fucking doll is actually talking. Yeah, and I saw that video. <laughs> and it, it is the creepiest shit. The dude gave it a Scottish accent. And it's like, the dog told the dude, and I thought it was the funniest thing, if you play your cards right, you're going to have great pleasure tonight. I mean, we <laughs> men are some sick motherfuckers, man. Our, our penises really absolutely positively rule everything about us. <laughs> when dolls are pleasurable. Yeah, you know. It's, it's going to be funny when someone gets stuck in one. Uh, man, I want it. I want them stuck in there. I want them on fucking Pornhub. I want an Instagram and Snapchat, Facebook Live, all of because I think that you deserve the embarrassment that you get. You know, you deserve the embarrassment that you get if you're fucking a doll. Simple as yeah. that. I mean, you know what? There are a lot of willing and able women in society. Men, you know, it's an, if, if you're a working, decent-looking guy, there are a lot of more. There's more lonely chicks than there's lonely guys. That's why guys get to cheat the way they do. <laughs> so you know, you can kind of pick and choose. Think about a kid on a college campus. There's no place better to get a shot of ass than a college campus. You know that on the average college campus, the females outnumber the dudes something like ten to fourteen to one. Yeah, young men are not going to college. Girls are still going to college. Well, while I still got you here, June. Yeah. What do you think about Leangelo being pulled out of school? Well, both. Well, I call them Lemon Jello, and the other one's Mellow. Both yeah. of them being pulled out of school by Ball and signed to agents. Well. Yeah, he's all about money, it seems. So <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to. He doesn't feel that he has to take the college route for them to, you know, make money. So. Well, from what I was reading, one of them, I think the the one that was stealing the stuff in China, is mm-hmm. not even NBA ready. A lot of people don't even think he'll make it to the NBA. Right. Yeah, but he well, may he... not have to if he plays overseas. But oh, yeah. here's the thing. Okay. 
But see, it's also the demands that LeVar has. LeVar mm-hmm. Le- Le- is actually saying, you can't have one without taking both. And I want both of them to be starting on the team. No, no, you ain't got no fucking say. Right, but you know who who, who he reminds me of? Um, who? Michael Jack, the, the Jackson's father. You know who he reminds me of? Trump. The same thing we did with them. <laughs> the, the closest matter of fact, I think that Lavar Ball and Donald Trump being kind of like adversaries is bullshit. They seem like they would get along great. My thing <laughs> is. These are grown-ass kids that's in college. They should be able to make up their own mind. Why are they father dictating where they're going? They're on a scholarship. He ain't paying. Man, when you got a dad or mom that's been drumming shit in your head since you was able to understand, and you think that they God, everything, because there are people like that. They're 40, they're 40s and 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, who think that their parents ain't never told them nothing wrong their whole life. That's how delusional a parent can make a child. Right. So look at the other two kids that were still in China. They still on UCLA. They just serving their suspension. Serve your suspension. You did the fucking crime. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Lemon Jello would have probably been eligible to play like the first week in January. Yeah. yeah. Two, two weeks? Yeah. There's no way in the world... No way in the world that uh, UCLA was going to keep him on campus, uh, put him in housing, let him get a free education for no for no for no uh, turnaround. They want his ass on that basketball court, man. Yeah, and Ball said his dream is to have all three of them play for the LA Lakers. I was like, that's well, not see, happening. he's insane. That's not happening. He he's totally, totally, totally insane. Now, I already know kind of your viewpoint on this, June, but maybe yeah. you've maybe you've evolved. The House voted this week. There's a proposal that the House says that employees' tips are allowed to be taken by the employer if they make more than minimum wage. What do you think about that? Employees' tips? Employers are allowed to take the tips from employees as long as they pay them more than minimum wage. I don't like that because uh, the tips are not part of the salary or the, you know, the compensation from, from the employer. You're paying them at a rate. And if they're making something extra, that's that it's extra for them, not for not for the employer. Yeah, I I, I have to agree because I think what they're doing is they actually set it up where you the, the tips are paying half your salary. Yeah, yeah, because how they do it now, I know in some places like if you get tips, they're allowed to pay you less than minimum wage. So and, like, and you know what? You make it up in tips, but I would prefer get. Let me keep my tips because you, you. I mean, it depends on what the average tip is. Yeah, but tips is not a tips is not a um a concrete number. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's 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 so. Crazy. I don't see how they can how they can pay you a concrete number based on a non-concrete number. Yeah, and what about this? Say it snows, you get eight inches. You got no money. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a slow week. The fucking cook, the cook decides that he started making the spaghetti like shit this week. You got nothing. So, you know what? Why is the federal government taxing the smallest guy on damn near the the totem pole? If you got a job and your job also relies on tips, you automatically are not doing great financially. Right. At least that's the way I look at it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some high-end places. Listen, mm-hmm. I go to Vegas. Some of the fucking bars, man, they be loaded. You could tell that there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but but I'm thinking about that lady that's working at a fucking Apollo Diner on Fulton Street, downtown Brooklyn. How many tips she's getting if it's not lunch hour? Yeah. You know. 
Uh, sure. I, I don't think I ever had a job other than side jobs. I'm talking like a, in a restaurant where I had to rely on tips. I've like, never, like the bathroom what? attendants. You go in the bathroom. I think the bathroom attendants at one point was getting like $3 an hour. So they rely on you to drop a dollar yeah. in that bin for them to give you a hand towel. So it's, yeah, and, so it's like you get it, you're getting punished for for your work. <laughs> and, 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 and that's a, that's a uh, pun intended, that's a pretty shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Nobody holds their baby in their arms as right. an infant. And said, "Ah, I love you. You're gonna be a great bathroom attendant." <laughs> no, I mean that's, nobody looks at a baby and says, "You know what? That's all this world's gonna give for you." <laughs> now, bathroom attendant should be, if, if it exists, should be that dude that's like 67 years old, already fucking retired, who just doesn't want to stay home with the wife all day. Right. I find it annoying because, when I go in the bathroom and there's a damn attendant in there. Right. <laughs> Especially if the bathroom only has like two urinals in the store. Yeah, nobody needs help assistance in the bathroom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. The people that need the people that need assistance in bathrooms usually are in hospitals. Yeah, and right. I feel like if there's a bathroom attendant, you asking people Cheap people are not going to wash their hands, so they just go walk out the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and now now you got more filth coming out of the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, it's a, it's a that's what yeah. the world needs. <laughs> that's what the world needs. The extra filthy dude who just took a dump or a leak who wants to touch you. Oh, speaking you of on that, the back. I came into the bathroom at work the other day, and there was an attorney at the urinal. And I'm looking, he was standing kind of funny. And then when he left the urinal, well, I guess when he finished, he pulled his hand up and bit into an apple. And I'm like... In the bathroom. And at the urinal. So I'm like, you was holding the apple down by your junk. So I got to have some slashbacks. <laughs> and then you, after you put your stuff in your pants, you come up and bite the apple. And the apple shouldn't be in the bathroom in the first place. Yeah, exactly. When I used to work in the movie theater, people used to come to the movie theater by themselves, take their popcorn in the bathroom, and sit it underneath the urinal. But see, that has to say, blow my mind. There are certain things that don't belong in the bathroom. Unfortunately, and this is really true, and it's unfortunate. I hate it. I hate thinking about it. But I'm guaranteeing you that a lot of times when you get a like, you get a comment on Facebook, somebody's yeah. shit. You know yeah. what? Oh, yeah. You can do <laughs> Who? Because here's the thing: you, most people, I think, go to the restroom. They bring the phone is now the new form of magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, Marilyn, what's going on? People are now bringing the phone into the restroom. So when somebody might have like those three typos. Because there was like four farts, you know, when they when they text you back. <laughs> but but I do believe that there are certain things you don't do in the bathroom. You don't talk in the bathroom. That mm-hmm. is, you don't sit on the bowl and have a conversation with anybody. It's right. I, I think that's vile. <laughs> oh no, I'm not having a conversation with you in the bathroom. Period. Unless you both <laughs> wash your hands. You're in there to do your business and get out. <laughs> Trust me. I had somebody tell me that recently. Oh, yeah, man. You know, the whole time I'm talking to you, I'm taking a crap. You motherfucker, you can't wait. This was one of the worst conversations I've ever had in my life. Was it really necessary for you to call me? I was bored while I was doing it. (laughs) This person literally told me that. I was bored. We had to remove somebody from our group text uh, because we all went on vacation, so he was new to the group. He was a cool dude, but then after vacation, he taking the shit and he sent the selfie out. While he's on the toilet. While he's on the toilet. <laughs> where, where did Danny come to? I was like, oh, see, we got to remove you from this uh, this group. There's yes. no more group chat for you. Yeah, you yeah. Well, and see, and that's why, and think about this too. You can't because people take their cell phones into restrooms. This is not like the old days. You really can't take somebody's phone and make a call. 
you got that pissy, shitty phone in your face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, between wanking off to the phone, dumping and pissing, <laughs> that phone has got germs out of this world, and you're putting that thing close to your lips. Yeah, people, mm-hmm. I, I try to clean my phone, if I remember, every two weeks, but they say the phone is one of the dirtiest items that you carry. Well, me personally, I never have to worry about that. I, I'm in a position now in my life where I, it's only me and my wife. She doesn't use my cell phone. She never touches it. So she never is anywhere around. There's nobody else that asks me, hey, can I use your phone? You know, that would be yeah. like uh, some strange I run into in a mall. And I have to think twice about that because everybody's got a cell phone. Yeah, that happens to me. Somebody, I, I was walking down from, I actually was taking my daughter to school. And this lady was like, can I borrow your phone to call upstairs because my babysitter's not answering? And I'm saying to myself, where the fuck is your phone? Yeah, homeless have cell phones these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, a homeless person could have a cell phone. I'm not talking about that one that's decided to be the total bum, but like, you know, right. just in between, you know, because yeah. they, they exist too. Well, can yeah. I, can I say something? Say whatever you like. Oh, yeah, well, I, I like to say, you know, speaking for, um, not behalf of the homeless, but speaking for for me, being homeless before, um, I know those Obama phones that you're talking about, you know, those Obama phones, those phones are, aren't really, those phones aren't really, you know, um, um, useful as far as, as far as, like, because they, they have minutes on it, and the minutes run fast, so those phones aren't useful as far as understanding time and trying to do all in one day, you know? And well, see, I didn't even know that there was phones that were given out by the federal government. Yeah, but you got to ask yourself why. why They are phones that's given out by the federal government, but you got to ask yourself, like, why would they give out phones? You know, why would they start giving out all these this, this stuff? You know, the government... Is they got a criminal justice system that basically have criminals justifying their system, you know. So um, even even far as Federal Reserve, they're, they're criminals justifying their system. So I'm only saying that to say that you know when we ask why we why give us the phones, you know, I think is I think it has something to do with what you was talking about earlier, as far as germs and how they can connect together. Because you know your hands are the most unsanitized clean thing on your body because you touch everything you know you 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 do everything with your hands well that is true and and then like we said before people don't take care of their hands they touch this that and the other and don't even wash them yeah you know what you know what these people got these people got it all so misconstrued we can drop the prefix you know we got just as much african in us as we got as american and so I'm saying that to say that, you know, um, these women, they get their hair done, their nails done, and all that stuff by by the so-called, you know, uh, Asian people. And so we should do the same, you know, not looking for them to validate us as a race or anything like that, but we should do the same far as t- learning the techniques of how to take care of our hands. Because we got the barbershop down packed. We got the hair down packed. You know, it's just the, the taking care of the hands and making sure you got clean nails, you know, and those things. Because that's the first thing a woman look at also is your hands and your feet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I spoke first... about it on the show before. We had a, a black-owned men's grooming place. They do haircuts, feet, and nails. And then I couldn't get my money back off of a gift card I someone I purchased for me because she closed down for not paying rent. So that's actually scarred me from going to, like, a uh, black-owned uh, grooming place, especially in the hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that shouldn't scar you for life, man. That, that's the type of thing that basically happened in, 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 in this society. Remember, they used the black people, or should I say uh, blacks in general, as an escape goat, you know, in America. So don't don't look at it like, well, she, you know, messed up my stuff and everything like that. If I were you, I'd look at it in a different situation as far as, like, okay, she wasn't able to do what she was able to do because the man, you know, shut her down. Hey, let me ask you a question, Marilyn. What would you like to be called? Oh, Black Gladiator. 
Black Gladi- Gladiator, let me ask you a question, brother. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to California? Been to California? I've been down to Crenshaw before. Okay, this is going, this is actually going somewhere. Okay. Our homeless issue has actually risen in the last year. Now, I've, I've spoke to my partner, Net. He's never been there, but he's been to California. June, I don't know about you. Have you ever been to Hollywood? Nah. I've never been out okay. that way. Two miles away, we've all heard mm-hmm. of the Staples Center. Yeah. I, I, I know what that's at. Okay. Two miles away from the Staples Center, we have Skid Row. Mm-hmm. One of the big, I mean, it's the most amazing thing that I don't think most Americans even know that a place like Skid Row exists. It's almost a homeless village that's two miles away from where the lake is placed. It's not like it's some hidden place. You could walk from the Hollywood Walk of Fame right into a camp of thousands Thousands and thousands of homeless people. Mm-hmm. And and it it makes no sense that our homelessness is rising. We have almost 600,000 600, people. That is a hell of a lot of people, man. Well, I know in, in New York, for say, especially with a lot of the, the urban areas now being gentrified, the rents are going skyrocketing. It's hard for people to to, to um, be able to afford some place to stay. So I know that uh, that contributes to a lot of New York homelessness. Let's ask ourselves the real question. Why are there so many homeless people? And, you know, if I, can, I, can I give uh, my perspective on it? It'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. My perspective on why there's so many homeless people is because we have, what well, we have in this days and time, um, which is very, very rare, is um, the mindset that people have is a mindset going. It's a mentality versus another mentality. So on one side, you know, one person is rich and he has the mentality of, you know, I did this on my own. I heard these things and I'm doing good. And on the other side, we have another person saying, well, you owe me something. You know what I'm saying? You you owe me something. So my thing is when we look at it. My perspective on it is that if we basically don't change our mindset as a people, I don't care if you're black, white, whatever, if we don't change our mindset as a, as a, as a people, you know what I'm saying, we will recreate the old environment. Like right now, they they can give us 40 acres and a mule speaking to all black people and all people that have been through traumatizing, traumatizing things. They can give us 40 acres and a mule right now. But if you still have that old environment, I mean that old mentality, you know, whereas though uh, I believe in genocide and or, you know what I'm saying, I don't believe in helping anybody out or, or, or um, <clears throat> well, this world is just too, it's too much to bear, you know. A lot of homeless people face depression because it's too much to bear for them. So that's stress and depression that they got to deal with. So when when if you can't fix that mentality on your own or get help from somebody else fixing that mentality for you, you're basically stuck and the old mentality that that you always had, and like I said, you you can try to you can try to change the environment, but you'll recreate the old mentality. So these people have right now a very very old old mentality or a very very bad way of thinking, if I should say. Okay, yeah, um, the a... part about yeah. So what okay, I want to ask you when you were your your experience being homeless, how did you rebound? How did I rebound? Yeah. I, I simply educated myself. I knew I didn't want to stay this way forever. You know, I didn't okay. want to stay. I didn't want to stay that way forever. So I educated myself, or I I, I, get, I got knowledge for myself. I gained knowledge for myself. You know. Yeah. See, the, the reason why I said that because there's a lot of it has to do with the person too. Right. Not one, one, not wanting to not wanting to help themselves or seek to help. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm happy for you, Gladiator. Uh, because you didn't give up. As long as we breathing, I mean, literally, as long as we are alive, we have to keep hope. Some people call it faith. 
You can call it whatever you want to call it. But we have to fight. Because one thing, this is an absolute truth. Absolute truth is from the time that precious baby is born and you holding this in your your arms, it's already dying. Yep. We fight all the time. We don't even give ourselves credit how amazing our bodies and our minds are that we fight to stay alive just daily without a knife being pointed at us or a gun. Mm. We fight. Our bodies are trying to kill us all the time, every day, all day. And you know what? You can't also – I understand people get sick. They get sad. Drugs is never a fucking answer. It's just never an answer for anything. No. Nope. You know what? I wish I wish I could legitimately say that I never even took a puff of a joint. I, my life would have been exactly the same or better. I say never use drugs. Ever use drugs. Always stay sober. But a lot of people, you know what, man? We can't blame just a government or mentality. A lot of people have chosen the wrong path because they're so addicted to drugs, there's nowhere to stay. Any dollar that they – you could give – say you give – if you give – and I don't want to insult anybody because there's a, a big difference. Say you gave a bum a million dollars. I said a bum, not a homeless person. A bum is a mentality. A bum is the dude who won't clean up even though you give him water and soap. He wants to be dirty. A homeless person is going to wash their fucking clothes if you give him a chance to wash their clothes. So you give a bum a million dollars, that bum will be broken a week because he's got no respect for anything. You know? Right. And and, and, and and if I could piggyback on it, I think that um a lot of times we got we have these these people out here that they they counterfeit the homeless, you know, they, they which are bums, you know, they counterfeit the homeless. They say, Well, I need this for drugs or I need this for this and this for that when, you know, you can basically go out here yourself and do things. I'm not saying that it's it's hard and that you don't have to factor in you know, the, 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 the challenges that we have on a day-to-day basis, whether it's being black, white, or whatever. I'm not saying that you don't have to challenge, you know, have to factor in those challenges. But what I am saying is there's a big difference between a bum and a homeless person, you know. Without, um, a, without a doubt. Yeah, bum. I remember. Oh, go ahead. I was living in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And Orlando's a funny place. You got... Uh, which one is that net? Is that Disney or yeah, Universal? Disney's in Orlando. Well, they're both in Orlando. Well, Orlando has a program where they actually pay people, the homeless, to leave. They pay you. They will put you on a bus. They'll give you five, $600, a, a, a clothes allotment. They just want you gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was. Uh, I think Bloomberg wanted to do that same plan in New York City. Well, go where though? <laughs> they don't, well, they don't, what the hell they care? Just get out of here. They just don't want you to be their problem, and they don't want them to be on our books. See, right? See, they don't mind you being on their books when it's census time. Yeah. But if it's not census time, it's like you know what? Matter of fact. It's the most amazing thing, telling a homeless person in Florida, Orlando, don't you want to go somewhere warmer? I mean, where the fuck is warm (laughs) in Orlando? Yeah. (laughs) But that's that's their thing. We want to send you somewhere warmer. Now, I can understand Chicago, New York, Minnesota. You're like, oh, come on, man. This is is brutal here. But you know what? I, 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 I have empathy. I have empathy. When I can help anybody that I can help, I feel it's my responsibility to do it. I never, I'm never, the day that I become so selfish that I can help somebody and I don't help somebody, God forbid me. I mean, I deserve everything I get. You know? Yeah, I I I think the worst thing, the the worst thing is for veterans to end up homeless. (laughs) I think they should be taken care of the minute, the minute they are, you know, return. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You, are, you already paid your debt to the to the country, uh, <laughs> and if the country should pay you back. Well, in that case, Good. can I say this? Can I say this? In that case, all of us, you know, 
should be paid off. Because the reason why I say that is because just because you fight over there don't mean you was never fighting over here, you know. What I'm saying is that you got certain veterans that's street veterans, you know, street veterans, those people have been through a lot, a lot, a lot. Like you can tell in their face they've been through a lot. They've been through shootouts. They've been through, you know, a lot of things that. No, but that's different. That's life. That's life. That's life um, battles that you did, not for the country. Yeah, there's, you know, vets is a different life. Mm-hmm. That's a different life, especially especially if you've been a veteran of a foreign conflict. We, yeah. We're thinking about what has – okay, I had this conversation with a buddy of mine. He was in the Navy. I was in the Navy. And the first thing I asked him was, what the fuck in this world prepared you the first time that you went on a – you were deployed? And he said it straight. There's nothing in the world that prepares you mentally to be deployed. So imagine a kid, a kid, 17-year-old, 18-year-old. We are sending you into combat. I don't give a fuck if you're from Bed-Stuy like me and, me and June are or you're from Harlem like Net is. There's a difference between combat on 125th Street or Bainbridge Street and Afghanistan. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> there is a difference. I mean, you know what? West Baltimore, in the height of, say, Wayne Perry's running around town, there's still a difference between that and being sent to Afghanistan. So that's, that's have to. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to any country that allows the people who said, I'm willing to lay my life down for you, to now you have to step over them. They have no health care. They, they can't even eat. We're in a bad position. We got somebody who's a total clown running the show. Right. Total clown. And you're going to send more people to, because I'm pretty sure, like I said before, we're going to have another war within the next three to four years. Well, this week, this week we got the clown show. I, I'm proud of Representative Al Green for at least attempting to have the vote on the impeachment, which we all knew was going to be shut down instantly. Yeah. But yeah. I'm glad that he at least attempted. Mm-hmm. You know, at least he attempted. And, and we're, at a, we're at a point, we're at a funny point in this country. Now, okay, Ned brought to my attention, okay, the House passes the gun law that allows concealed weapons permits maybe mm-hmm. to be honored from state to state. Yeah, but here's the funny, here's the funny <laughs> thing about that, and I know how you feel about guns. Here's the funny thing. Certain states... Your license is already respected in certain states. Like a uh, uh, a North Carolina license, where I'm at, is already respected in 36 states. Mm-hmm. So 36 states, I can go anyway, no right. problems. You know, no big issues. Shit, Montana, 43 states. So what would you be actually giving them? Because the states that still don't allow it still won't allow it. Like New York City won't allow it. You know, yeah, Illinois does not allow it. Yeah, but could, could they say they don't allow it if the Senate and the House both pass a law saying that it's all right, or is it just because it's on the state laws? Let me ask you a question. You know damn well we're called the United States of America, right? Yeah. We yeah. might as well be 50 different countries because mm-hmm. of our state laws. Yeah. If you really think about it, we're the United States of America. Shit. I mean, it took it took to the eighties or nineties just to get one speed limit. Oh yeah, but isn't there some federal law that trumps state laws? Some. Alright. Not all. Okay, you know what federal laws trump state laws? You gotta be twenty one to drink. Yeah. You know, you gotta shit, we can't even come up with the same age of consent laws. Yeah, everything is different. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's, it's a tricky thing. And New York is such a hard state to get a gun license in. I don't think they're just going to let Billy Bob and, you know, 
Raekwon come to town because they got one in Texas or Florida. Some states are going to try to book this. So it might not actually even pass. Yes, because they have to go to the Senate now, I believe. And you know how that is right now. If they ain't in the Senate grabbing ass and pussy, excuse my French, (laughs) they they can't even, they can't, I mean, you know, we just lost two senators this week. Yep. Al Franken and John Connors. So, can I, can I say something? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to say that, first off, don't forget, you guys, that they're all out to trump us. You know what I'm saying? So they're trying to trump us right now. And I, I, I'm i just saying that if you really look at it, if you want to know who the real terrorist is, it's the ones that's in office. You know what I mean? And I'm saying that to say that not all Muslims are terrorists. You know what I mean? And so... Um, my 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 thing is, we we got we got this thing with though. Um, well, I'm gonna bring it back a few. I'm gonna bring it back a few. When you look at Chicago, right? Everybody know what Chicago is, am I right? Yes. Chicago yes. is called Chicago is called another word for Chicago now is called Chirac. Have anybody heard of that? Sure. Right, and so. They call it Chirac because it's like a baby Iraq, you know. It's it's, it's very, very, uh, you can Google it. They call it Chirac because it's like a baby Iraq, you know. A lot of murders. Right, a lot of murders. So that brings me back to this. That brings me back to saying that we all are veterans in some way or some form. I'm not saying we all are experts, you know what I'm saying. I don't think that we all are experts, but we all are veterans in some way or form, you know what I'm saying. We all are experts at something. So I'm saying that to say Mm -hmm. I'm saying that to say that uh, when we look at when we look at um, these bills and these things that's been passed on, we need to break it down to simplify, simplify it for kids. You know, kids are going to be listening to this, you know, some years from now. And when they listen to this, we have to bring we have to break down what it is that we're talking about, or they're just going to be going around the same traditional thing, saying, "Okay, money is this, and money is that, and money is everything." You know what I'm saying? But we got to break down what a bill is. You know what I'm saying? They remember he said they did they pass the bill. Someone asked, did they pass the bill for that? You know. So when we break down what a bill is, a bill is basically a, 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 a instrument or, or some form of fashion that that promise to pay. It's a promise to pay. It's like a promissory note. It's a promise to pay. And so a promissory note is also cash. But we all know these things. And so I'm saying that to say. <clears throat> the money that we deal with and the, everything that we deal with is voluntarily. We don't have to put up with this system, but we volunteer to do it anyway. You know, that's but the mentality. Let me ask you a question. If you're not going to put up with this system, where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah, like, where do you, you go? You go. I'm going to give you the answer to that one. Because like 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 they asked, uh, what's what's the one that freed the slaves? Uh, not Hillary Clinton. Not Hillary Clinton. She didn't free free slaves. Not Clinton. Not not Turner. And also, uh, she's on the twenty dollar bill. Harriet Tubman. Thank you, Harriet Tubman. Well, she didn't actually free the slaves, but she had the Underground Railroad. Yeah, trying to help them. Help. Yeah, you know, help. She them. she helped Great. slaves escape. Escape. Yeah. Right. Well, she she helped free the slaves then. She helped free some slaves, yes, no doubt. Right. So my thing is when 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 they when now now repeat the question like how the question was. Uh, okay, question but that where, not, go, that where do we go? Right. The question was yeah, where do we go? Right. Yeah. yeah if you're not going to live under this system, first of all, where are you going to be welcomed to live, and where would you go? I, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you this. You'll be welcome in the system uh, that that breaks. You'll be welcome in the system that breaks laws. So an outlaw, you know what I'm saying? You'll be an outlaw. And an outlaw is basically uh, all the ones Martin Luther King Jr. was out was an outlaw. He broke the laws to fix the laws. You know what I'm saying? They they used to have laws against colored people and so-called this this and that. You know, so he he, he was an outlaw. Malcolm X was an outlaw, you know what I'm saying? They had felonies. These people had time and years and all these things. So where do you go? 
You know what I'm saying? But they, 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 they didn't. They didn't. But they didn't accomplish anything though. But you mean? And they, they never left the country. They didn't accomplish I mean, anything at all. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Well, yeah, they you didn't accomplish what? anything. Well, how many? Malcolm X accomplished one thing very important. He accomplished giving a sense of pride to a lot of people who had no pride before. He was one of the greatest speakers of that last century. And he was probably Uh, one of the only ones that actually evolved as a human being like three different times. Yes. He went from criminal to, let's let's be honest, cult member. Yep. And from cult member, he became a righteous brother. Now, Martin is a whole different ballgame. Martin was involved. Don't think that he wasn't involved directly and indirectly with the federal government because the march on Washington was not what it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be we have a dream. That march on Washington was supposed to be let's burn this motherfucker down. He was actually got to that point in his life. The hell is that? I have no clue what the hell is going on here. Marilyn, is that you? Yeah, I guess that was him. <laughs> oh, I, I had to that? shut that. I had to shut that off, guys. Was that a commercial okay. break? <laughs> I don't. I don't have. We don't have commercial breaks here. <laughs> yeah, unless he was uh, on at work and. Uh, yeah, somebody work, broke and, in. I yeah. mean, maybe he was a <laughs> robot the whole time. I don't know. I, but I appreciate you, Black Gladiator. What? Yeah, you know how when they you on the automated and they pause and they play that music. <laughs> See, no one was saying their name when they spoke, so I don't know who was the the homeless guy and who was it. No, I, uh, June is not the homeless guy. Oh, okay. That's on the phone with us right now. So who was yeah. the one with the blaming the, uh, who posed the question of where should we go? I said that. No, no, who was that the one answering would... it? Huh? No. Who was the one no, answering it? That was no, going to be the... him, Black Gladiator. Oh, because I didn't understand nothing he said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, yeah, he's kind of going back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he did say that uh, Harriet Tubman freed the slaves, and I had to correct that. I mean, I enjoy yeah. the people calling to the show, but Jesus, you gotta have, you gotta know something. Yeah, I mean, he knows about that, but he doesn't know how that relates to now. <laughs> he's trying to make it relate to now, but no, I was just confused. <laughs> Everything he said, it was just like it was like one big circle. It never made a point. Yeah. Right. Now, <laughs> June was the one who said that Mal- Martin and Malcolm didn't accomplish anything. I'm talking about as far as what he's talking about accomplishing. <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, as, 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 as far as breaking the system. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm going to speak for us three and correct mm-hmm. me when I'm wrong. This system is to the point where it other than it blowing up completely, it cannot be broken. Nope. This 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 systematic shit that we live under has almost mm-hmm. been perfected. Yep. Um, yeah. This is the closest thing that you've ever seen in your life to perfection. The way yeah, that this I, is... I think we just got to learn how to live under it. That's all. No, <laughs> but, <within> listen. It. <laughs> you, you, you do two things. His, his idea of being an outlaw only gets you more suffering. It gets mm-hmm. you jail time. Jail. I was gonna say that so you gonna end up in jail with the outlaw. <laughs> talk. You you gonna lose all. You gonna lose all your freedoms. Do you know? Do you know that this government right now? I think that if you had like felony convictions, they could deny you shit like welfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, think they about take it. away your right to vote. <laughs> you know what think you can't say, say you have felonies that don't allow you to work. Now you can't even get welfare to allow you to live. So yeah. what are you going to be but a statistic on the street? Yeah. Who, who's mm-hmm. picking that choice? That's a fucked up prize behind door number three. 
I know it wasn't on one of our topics, but I was glad to see that uh, they finally got one cop who they gave him 20 years for killing Walter Oh, no. Scott. And it was down in, in uh, Charlottetown, South Carolina. That was cold-blooded murder. That was the uh, shot-in-the-back guy, Yeah. right? Yeah. Now, what we got to hope is that that fucking judge from New York stays in New York, doesn't go to mm-hmm. South Carolina and give him six months probation. Yeah. Overturn the whole conviction and make a six month six months uh, probation. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that, this, that was thing. This, this would have never happened in Alabama or Indiana or one of them places. <laughs> Listen, I'm surprised it helped in Carolina. Yeah, South yeah. Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> this is. I am ashamed of myself how much I despise, but I'm not gonna bullshit anybody. I despise all things Alabama. Oh, Alabama yeah. Yeah, is, is a constant embarrassment. This Roy Moore, who, I mean, this man literally said that America was great when slavery was was going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Slavery. Not only that, then he comes out and says, me and Putin are like brothers from another mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how does Alabama, Alabama had this guy still on the docket? How does Alabama do that? How is he still he he should be booted out? They should send him to Mississippi. Hey, can yeah. you guys hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, we can, Marilyn. Black gladiator. Yeah. Black I, gladiator. I was, yeah, I was listening to what you guys are saying and um you said some one of one of the persons said it didn't make sense that it was just all a big circle. The where we go where you gonna go thing. The net boy, yes. It was like the where we going is like either you're gonna have to obey or outlaw. If you're gonna outlaw there's only one where one place you're gonna go. That leads to death and jail, uh, Gladiator, and you know that. Death, jail. Right. but Nobody successfully to... survives as an outlaw. It's, it's impossible. There's systems in place that will crush solo outlaws. That's what happens. Solo outlaws get crushed. That's true. And, and if you considered a organizational outlaw, this government we know is wicked enough. We know that the Black Panthers did a lot. They fed children. They did after-school program. Matter of fact, the Black Panthers created the after-school lunch program and the breakfast program. It didn't exist in America. America considered them outlaws, and they systematically crushed them. They had nowhere to run or hide. What, they go to Cuba and shit? 35 years later, if we get to Cuba, we, we're grabbing Joanne Chesemeyer's ass and locking her up. And she's like, hey. Bro, and see, and, and see the, same, the same thing they did with, for the Black Panthers, now they're trying to do with Black Lives Matter. That's why they came up with this black extremist um, <laughs> thing, you know, in the federal see, government. <laughs> but and then the thing is, see, Black Lives Matter is trying to be smart. They're trying not to make themselves have an organization or headquarters, or hierarchy, so you don't really know who the fuck to target. Because one of the, I think one of the upper echelon people just died within the last month. Yeah. Right. We can't have, we can't have no form of group. Because it's going to no. be targeted no matter what. Especially with Trumpino. Trumpino will come, he, he, he's not slick like Obama. Obama and Clinton had a slickness to them. Yeah. Trump is like Trump is like the bully in school who just punches the kid in front of the teacher. Yeah. He doesn't even fucking try to wait to after school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically, pretty much. Yeah, see, but all the other presidents are the ones that whisper in the kid's ear. Yeah. Three o'clock, I'm fucking you up. If we had a <laughs> if we had a black <laughs> They both doing the same thing. But one is just slick and the other one's not. Yeah. If we had a black boy scout, black boy scout group, they would get targeted. So there's there's no way we could organize anything. Yeah, and and you know what, man, it, it puts us in a it's a this is this is 
We live in a minefield. I say this all the time. Coming from Bed-Stuy, you learn this very early in life. You live in a minefield. The key to survival is learning how to maneuver the fucking minefield. You learn to maneuver that minefield at a very young age. You either, me and Nett talked about this on our last show. You either food for the sharks or the sharks stay away from you. You either repellent or food. Or you become one of the sharks yourself. Yep. Hey, um, Doc, Net, Black Gladiator, I got, I got to cut out, man. <laughs> Al, it's been my pleasure, brother. I really appreciate you calling in. All right. Man. I will, I will be posting this finished product on my, on my Facebook, and I will link you to it. Be easy, bro. All right, man. Heading to work. Have a good one. Okay. All right. Man. All right. Peace and love to you. All right, you too, man. But this is, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's quite interesting, man. We, uh, you, you, you learn the minefields in this life, or, or they blow up under your fucking feet. That's all we have to say. Even uh, Marilyn said he evolved because he, he, he was homeless and then he came back. He's, he's no longer that. So, as our, as our last conversation, everyone had, needs to evolve in order to improve their life, basically. Right, like Gladiator. You even admitted. That you needed some, you needed to educate yourself, which you then did. Right, right, right. Now, and if you didn't do that, would you be in the same position? If I didn't do that, I'd probably be in the same position on worship position. That's what I'm talking about. So you realized that a change needed to come. Of course, of course, a change needed to come very fast. So there's now, so many people out there that won't, that never realize that they need to make change. Therefore, they always stuck in the same. Right, that they've been in, which they tend to then blame other people for it. Yes. And you know what? It is the easiest thing to do is you first start blaming your brother and sister, mommy and daddy, where you're from, and then it eventually becomes the government. It evolves. It evolves from a kid blaming to an adult blaming. Now, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not a fool. I ain't nobody's fool. I understand that this system is not set up for people of brown and black skin to succeed. You've got to overcome. But we have that thing inside I was talking about earlier that allow us to overcome if you never stop fighting. You, you, You never stop fighting, man. Never stop believing in yourself, and you never stop fighting. Yeah, we got to try. I have a question. I have a question, right? If you never stop fighting, right, and you see all these people out here are fighting, right, and so, you know, a lot of people have a strong opinion on how they be right or wrong, and so if you never stop fighting and you see all this fighting around, you see all these people coming up with solutions to wars, what what do you think is the solution to war for settling the war with inside of ourselves? Well, you know what? That's a pretty – a person person grabbing peace – it's, it's so personal that the the, re, the way that I go about getting peace is not going to be the same way that Black Gladiator can get peace for, for himself. You, you, yours might be music. Yours might be, mine might be song. One might be Bible. One might be Quran. Now, I'm not talking about physically putting your hands up and fighting. I'm just talking about having such self-determination that I am not going to be defeated. See, that's a personal thing. I'm not going to be defeated. This world's not going to defeat me. The system's not going to defeat me. My environment, my upbringing, my lack is not going to beat me. Because what I don't have today, I'm trying to work to get tomorrow. And that's personal. You know, that's, 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 that's your soul. My answer is not going to be your answer. My answer is not going to be Netboy's answer. It's impossible. Literally impossible for me to have an answer. And, 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 if, and, and Black Gladiator, I hope that there's nobody trying to tell you that they have an answer for what hurts you. Because that's just somebody trying to be a guru. Right. Yeah, we all have you know, to come up with our own ways of how we deal with certain things. Yeah, some people, some people can blow up the whole world just looking in their little dead baby's eyes. They, I mean, 
beaten down. The world feels like it's on their shoulders. And every time they, they hold their offspring, it's, everything goes away. And they're able to, to face another day. But you know what? If somebody has mental problems, one of the solutions is you've got to always be real about what ails you. If you're an alcoholic, you know that drinking is your problem. Yeah. You're a drug addict. Drugs are your problem. People with mental, uh, mental issues who act like they don't have a mental issue, that's a problem. They're never going to have peace. You know, maybe uh, people hate it because everybody wants to blame the evil man, but sometimes a pill helps. You know, it, it's a hard it's a hard thing to swallow, but sometimes a pill might help. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that totally because when you look at it, um, you don't have you don't have that many people out here that that basically go to AA meetings and all, and you know the the meetings that basically say don't point the blame on others but put it on yourself. You know, you don't have too many people saying taking up full responsibility, saying okay, it's my fault. I should have never done that. You know what I'm saying? You got you got people out here that basically think think they're all wise and righteous. You know, and so those yeah, people, you know what. The, the sooner that we find out that we don't know everything, that's when you start learning shit. Yeah, because that I means now you're willing. My my uh, uh, primary doctor, my and she she was we was talking the other day, and she was like, she's African, and she was like, you know, in our community, we don't really discuss our problems in the open. We try to deal with our problems on our own, and so many people. Need to need that outlet to to. They need the outlet to uh. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? They need the outlet to let other people know what problems they have as far as to deal with their own mental health. And yeah, in the community, we don't do that, so it may be a reason why our communities are more up and down or have more issues than other communities. You know what? Here's, here's something that's funny, and it's not funny. Jewish people seem to suffer from a lot of uh, psychological issues, but there's no embarrassment getting psychiatric treatment yeah. in the Jewish community. Yeah. You know that guys that you probably, lawyers at your job, probably go to see a strength once a month just yeah. to get shit off their chest because it's normal. But see, black people, we, we, we attach shame to certain things. We yeah. attach shame to mental illness. We attach shame to homosexuality. If it's not what we consider normal as a race, it's abnormal and we hate you. Get away. Yep. Unless a rapper comes out and tells you that it's good, then you go get it. Right. But other cultures, they say, you know what? Do what you need to do to get help. Yep. You know what? And until we, that's a part of our problem, and that, that's, that's just, that is a part of the systematic beatdown. Don't get help for things that you need help and make it worse. Make yourself worse. Yeah. When, about, when someone goes through a drug problem or alcohol problem, they have AA and stuff like that. So <clears throat> if that helps to conquer your, your habit, what about your mental health? You have to yeah. see some form of psychiatrist or therapist just to get some things off your chest. Not everyone has someone in their family that they could talk to that won't judge them. Yeah, and who says that somebody wants to hear the same story 72 times? Yeah. There are people who get paid to do it. Yep. Literally get paid to do that. Yeah. This well, is Black thing, This is the thing, too, if I can say this last thing. Um, the thing is that we can't forget that it's the American Aid Society, Jim Crow educational system, or the prison industrial complex that basically get that's basically on us. You know what I'm saying? They give us difficulty, stress, and trauma every day. But we also got to relax our lack of our own ignorance that basically put us in the situations that we're in. Yeah, to a degree, you're 100% right. And you know what it is, man? It's uh. A person's got to, like I said, fight. They got to be willing to say, you know what, I got to do whatever. If you tell me tomorrow that the only way I'm going to live is that I have to lose my left leg, the knee, 
I'm letting you take my left knee, my left leg below the knee. Simple as that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who says look a gimpy over there. I'm breathing. Yeah. I get a prosthetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ain't all that bad once you realize it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we. Oh no, I won't take my meds because my friends are gonna think I'm crazy because I got to take meds. You know what? Then they ain't your friends anyway. Yep. Yeah, you know. Well, Black Gladiator, we do this every Monday and Friday, my friend, around the same time. Hold on, before we like wrap up, jo- b- b- let me ask Black Gladiator, how did you find the show? Talk show. Talk show. Okay, cool. That's cool. Oh, just looked up and seen us there. Yeah, our world. No, I'm saying that's how you found us? Yeah. Okay. You know what, man? It's been our pleasure having you. And but we're gonna we're gonna sign off now. I'm gonna let Nick close us out. Nick, would as, you do that for me, brother? Yeah, as always folks, you can find us on our YouTube page at Netboy Doc. That's N E T B O Y D O C on YouTube. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter at the same name, Netboy Doc. Subscribe to the YouTube page, like, comment, share. If you want to join the show, you could do it. Um, Black Thought, uh, Gladiator. Gladiator in June did. You call in, and we'll give you some time on the show. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, you can email us at netboydoc at gmail.com. Fantastic. Well, this is Doc on behalf of Ned Boy Doc and our special guest today, Black Gladiator and June. I'm going to say peace.